looks gorgeous out there. You see that shot of the bridge? A packed house today, fellas. I got Janowski in, in the building. I got the HOFer, Shannon Sharp, on the East Coast. On the East Coast. I mean, that's what I'm talking Two about. Two times Stephen in three a. Smith, weeks. Uh, Paul Feinbaum's going to be here later. EJ Manuel, even a mad dog sighting, because you know we're getting to all that college goodness. <laughs> Alabama, like I picked it. Uh, oh, you, you picked, it? You picked <laughs> yeah, Alabama? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Hope y'all all enjoyed a great, great weekend. Don't need You don't need to be too depressed. You won't have to come back to New York for a few weeks after this week. Okay, I'll I appreciate that. Like I sure appreciate I'll see, that. You had 50-degree weather. Is this? Where? Here. It ain't Christmas not. time in New York City is magical. You should have 50 degrees or 75 degrees. I'm just with saying. Sun. I'm saying. In you December? You should have enjoyed yeah. it. 50. You should have been in the moment. And, LA. You know. I am in the moment. Right? Let's do it. The last time the San Francisco 49ers were in Philadelphia, Brock Purdy went down, and we saw an uneventful NFC Championship game that saw the Eagles head to the Super Bowl, but the Niners got some measure of revenge yesterday, taking down the NFL's best team by record 42-19 as they improved to 9-3 on the season. The Eagles fell to 10-2. Here's what Shannon Sharp had to say after watching that performance. So we monitor his Twitter here, as most folks do. The Niners are the best team in football regardless of conference. Go debate in a cave with your echo. That line's actually fun. <laughs> Don't care what quarterback has played the best or who's the MVP. The 49ers are the best team, and it isn't close. The tweet's from last night? Yes, afternoon. Yes, afternoon? Yeah. Weird. It's been the case since September. Oh, but you better. Late to the bandwagon, but it's cool, Shannon. Uh, Dan, I'll start with you. Are you surprised the Niners dominated the Eagles like that? No, not at all. Uh, Set it on NFL Live. I nice thought the time. game. Thank you. Set it on NFL Live. I thought the game I'm would get out of hand. Because like no, I don't feel that's a nice topic. <laughs> Great. It's in season. Carry on. Game would get out of hand. One, strength versus weakness. San Francisco's strength, stressing teams with formations and motions and attacking middle of the field, very much so a weakness of Philadelphia. Philadelphia's secondary has struggled all season long. The middle of the field defense struggled all season long. So strength versus weakness, number one. Number two, Philadelphia's coming off of playing 92 snaps on last Sunday's game versus Buffalo. Ten days of rest for San Francisco. And third and probably the biggest thing, like San Francisco's most talented roster. San Francisco is the best roster and best coach team in football. Last year, the NFC title game was what it was because of the injury. That's why there's so much bad blood between these teams. Because they know, Philadelphia knows, that as good of a football team as they are, San Francisco's a more talented roster. And the NFC Championship wasn't one of those games where there was a real measuring stick. You know what I'm saying? Mm So um, I was not surprised given the context of how the season had been going. When San Francisco is healthy, that's the best roster and it's the best coach team in the NFL. Mm. I was surprised that they dominated. I'm not surprised they won. Had they won by 7 to 10 points, I was like, okay. But that explains why. You know the 49ers are a very good team. They got Debo. They got all their guys back. But when you this now this is the second time against two of the top five teams in the NFC they dropped forty two on them mm-hmm. once on the road once at home so what was the excuse for Dallas Dallas had the seven days rest now see had the had the Eagles won we wouldn't even mention they had thirteen or, or three games in thirteen days. They could have took three weeks off. They can play in January Mm -hmm. after not playing since they played yesterday. They can't beat the – if the 49ers played their best – if every team in the NFL played their best football, can't no one see the 49ers. Agree. I am shocked that they – 42, six straight possessions, they scored touchdowns, not field goals, touchdowns. 
And when you put the ball in Debo hands, he's taking five-yard routes, hitting his head on the goalpost. They're blocking Jennings. They're so great run after the catch. Christian McCaffrey's running, dominating the, the football game, running the ball. Like you said, Kyle Shanahan does a great job with formations. He does a great job with uh, uh, play calling. But Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy, right now it's a two-man race for the MVP. It's Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. And if you put Brock Purdy because he dominated Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. where his team did, and he played sensational head-to-head, mm-hmm. I won't fault you. But right now it's a two-man race. Dak Prescott and Brock Purdy are your MVP front Several headlines to walk away from this with, okay, because I don't disagree with anything that y'all said, but it's a few, it's a few things that we need to point out. Number one, as you just highlighted, it's a two-horse race in the NFC anyway with the MVP. Jalen Hurts fell off. It's about Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott just giving props where it's due. That's number one. Number two, um, this cat, Steve Wilkes. Yeah. That's coordinator for the San Francisco yeah. 49ers. You know, the one that, 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 that Carolina. Tepper, Dave Tepper in Carolina decided to get rid of and whatever. Uh, can we take a moment to give him some love? This is a top-rated defense. You're talking about Swift, Gainwell, and Scott. They rushed for 20 yards on nine carries yesterday. Yeah. 20 yards. They had no I think that's a more of a Philly and, thing. Than yeah, that's, that's been a problem all year I'm running saying, the football. I understand it's been a problem all year, but we've seen Swift do some things. We've seen Gainwell do some things yes. effectively. I said 20 yards on nine carries. I didn't sit up there and say they weren't effective. I said they were non-existent. Sure. So you got that going on. And obviously they bum rushed and they were sitting, they were sitting, they just punched Philadelphia in the mouth. Scoring on six straight offensive possessions. You got to give Kyle Shanahan credit where credit is due as well. Philadelphia had an opportunity to execute in the red zone. They didn't do so. They only came away with two field goals, found themselves in a hole. I'm thinking walking into this situation, okay, Brock Purdy, in terms of when you're tied or when you're trailing, he's at his worst. They probably put him in a hole and see what he could do to get himself out of that. They weren't able to do that yesterday. San Francisco is clearly the best team in football. I don't think anybody can deny that. I don't think anybody can deny that Purdy's an MVP candidate. I don't think anybody can deny that. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Yeah, Purdy's the favorite. We can get to all of that. But in the end, here's here's what I walked away with as well. (sighs) I'm going to say it because it needs to be said. What do you got? The kind of beatdown that took place yesterday. One could argue it delegitimized the Philadelphia Eagles as NFC champions. Because four quarterbacks. Last year? Four quarterbacks. Let me finish. Four quarterbacks go down. Four. Have you seen that in NFL history, Dan? No, sir. Four quarterbacks for one team go down in the same year. Right. All right? They had no quarterback behind center. After, uh, from the second quarter on in an NFC championship game. Yes, sir. What I'm bringing up is that Debo Samuel comes on first take during Super Bowl. Yes. And privately off the air, he's pretty ticked off because he's like, you know, we should be here. Obviously, obvious emotion. I'm not revealing anything that he hasn't said to anybody else. But he said that on first take, Super Bowl week in Arizona last year, right? Then we come in and we're looking forward to this. What are we looking forward to watching San Francisco coming into the game yesterday? They've been talking about how we should have been the ones that were there, not y'all. Yes. Showed up. Talked trash. Um, Philadelphia, you got you, you, you got you got Sirianni, he's sitting up talking junk. He's going to sit up there and show this, his team film with what uh, San Francisco's saying about him. They come onto the field, walk right through midfield, right past the Eagles, just shoving them aside like y'all know, letting them know, we are here to kick your ass. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> and they promptly went out and kicked their yeah, ass. Right. So what I'm saying to you is that it's the same team Without their quarterback, it's the same team. Right. This is before Greenlaw got ejected. 
It's still Debo. It's still Kittles. It's still McCaffrey. It's still it, it's are still wanted. Yeah. It's a valid point, but injuries are a part of the game. I, 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 I understand yeah. injuries. I'm just talking about their mentality. You guys play. I'm saying their mentality was we should have well, been they there. They hate each other. I'm saying, but totally. listen, well, I understand. But we should have been there. We had no quarterback. Yeah. We were behind the eight ball. But when we got our ducks in order, what y'all going to do? Told you. Right. Coming into the game and then promptly went out there and whipped your uh, living you know what okay i'm sorry that brings into question all right who would have been there if they had their quarterback well first a of quarter, all a, a quarterback all right so i picked san francisco in that game in the nfc title right. game last year i right. i thought that they would win but the super bowl performance has to legitimate legitimize i'm not talking about great, the super bowl performance but like it, you, we can't, no, but no, we no, can't no. say delegitimize no, 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 but then no. have this super I bowl performance i said delegitimize the nfc championship because before the super bowl who'd you play to get there that team that just whipped your ass but you that's can't, what i said but then the super if the super bowl performance had gone a certain way and they lost not, by 10 14 21 uh, then that point is valid respectfully kansas city Ain't San Francisco. Not that San Francisco team. We've so been the looking team at this that year. won the Super Bowl last year. I'm just, we're, l- listen, come on, man. We know we're talking about the greatness of Patrick Mahomes and what you had in places compared to what he's got now, the receivers that he's got thrown up. He's trying to now. say they might not have got there. They might, that's I don't the think there's a massive debate over that. Well, that's what I'm saying. But the, why are you arguing about it? But you're talking about it like <laughs> there, there was no shot they would have no, made no, it. No, or, no, no. The not, Super Bowl no, performance has I, to matter. No, I'm saying to you, forget the Super Bowl. I'm talking about the I NFC, the NFC championship game with that team. Like right. I said, I that thought they just went against win. that okay. did not have so a quarterback. So you predicted this Friday on NFL Live. Yeah. How, why did you, 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 you saw 42-19? Yeah, I thought it would get well, – because, the, again, Philadelphia has played a gauntlet. Yeah. I don't believe Philadelphia has played well. They've been clutch, right. yes. but they have not played well. I agree with that. Their offensive line has not been Hurts nearly as – pressured 25 times. That's the most in his career. You literally yeah. just took the words – their offensive line has not been yeah. nearly as dominant as it was last year. And so we, we have to be honest – again, the strength versus the weakness thing, like that's a very valid thing. The the amount of snaps that they had played, San Francisco was coming off 10 days rest, but I do not believe, and I love Philadelphia. They're a very good team. I don't think last night's a fluke because of it. I don't either. I think it adds to it. San Francisco is the best team. My biggest takeaway, honestly, in this conversation, MVP? Yeah. Brock Purdy? Yeah. I think he and Dak Prescott you look at the in the NFC. Well, I, I don't think I don't think there's, even in the AFC. But but you, I mean, you, I mean, I'm, I'm I mean ruling out Tyreek. Give us your previous what, feelings what, what, Ty, on Ty, Tyreek. Tyreek Tyreek has numbers, but I think the thing is, are you going to the quarterback? The quarterback throws for five thousand yards. Are you going to give it to a receiver with two thousand? Which may, maybe. Maybe, maybe that's the so case. Yes, a long shot. A long shot. Can you give us your perspective on? Because I uh, correct me or not, your yeah. words. Brock Purdy is a uh, replaceable. No, 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 no. I don't think he's. I don't think he's replaceable. I think we product seen, of a system. We've we've seen guys play well in that system, but not be Brock Purdy. And it's kind. Of, and that's that's no. But see, I believe that you can be be a good quarterback or great quarterback and not be elite. We're just so quick to to attach that title, elite. The dude played 15 games. We need to see this over a period of time. That's normally what we did, Dan. You played the quarterback position. You had to go years and do it consistently before they attached that title of elite. Now with social media, a guy has one game, he throws for 300 yards and three touchdowns. He's elite. And that's not where I'm going. But I will say this. They both could have played on Sunday. 
and then lined up again on Thursday, and the 49ers beat the hell out of the Eagles. They are just better. You don't talk like they talk, like Debo and those other guys talk. And the Eagles heard what they said all season. So you know I'm going to be on my best behavior. Yeah. You know what the Eagles are going to be. The 40, they knew what the 49ers were going to be. And to go in there and do a demolition job, the Cowboys and the Eagles, and, and, and you know, 42-10, 42-19, yeah, it was a beatdown. I don't think Philadelphia has the people on defense to match up with San Francisco now. I, that. I don't think anybody does. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've, we've talked about the NFC guys, and we've said, like, it, it's the big three, San Francisco, Philly, Dallas. Really, it's the big one. Yeah. It, it's but the big one. are you concerned about them staying healthy? Because it Who? feels like injuries always San Francisco? with San Francisco. That's what anybody. It's a war of attrition. I think you're concerned with everybody staying healthy. Okay, so now they're the ordinary. Their five cats are, are, are a little bit different than everybody else. Like Trent Williams, his health is he paramount. locked down the left side. Debo's health health paramount. McCaffrey's health paramount. So I don't know if I'm concerned. They're just very top heavy. Yeah. Right. They stress you. No they, one stresses you like that. They stress you vertically and horizontally because you start going one way and then they flip the ball and here come Debo. Can you see those linebackers last night? <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Here's the deal. We're looking at this lopsided of the field. We understand that San Francisco just looks better and the way they've been playing and the competition that they've beaten, we got to give credit where credit is due. The flip side to it is that the lack of rest Philadelphia had sure. compared to San Francisco. And obviously, they got punked. They got beat up yesterday, and we, we, we don't expect that to happen again. So now it becomes the question, well, what would Brock Purdy do if he found himself in a deficit? If Philadelphia was able to convert those red zone trips into a yeah, instead of six, if, six if, get fourteen. You know, if you squeeze Brock here, Purdy a little bit, what would it be then? Now, to me, I'm just saying it's a legitimate question that others may ask, but it doesn't take away from my point, and that is this: you did not. I'm not talking about Brock Purdy getting hurt. I'm literally not hyperbolically. I'm literally telling you, as you well know. They did not have a quarterback in the NFC Championship game. Totally agree. And their whole point was that team did not deserve to be there yet last year over us. And then went out on the field and told them beforehand, Dan, I'm coming to slap you upside your damn head. It ain't a damn thing you're going to do about it. And told you weeks, days in advance. And then go on your home field and do it. And do it. You're saying that's San Francisco's perspective. I got to push back on something, though. Sure. Can we stop with the, well, what happens if Brock, Brock Purdy gets into a deficit? Like we, we continue, you guys continue to float that out there. We're, we're talking about we got to see that. Well, not just that. Not just that. You have to stop that. See, you got to be consistent. When you're talking about football, not only do you break things down, okay, the way that you do, but you also use numbers to buffer your points as well. Very few do it. So why are you getting on us for doing it? Because we're looking, we're, I'm, literally, statistically, it said, Coming into the game, when the man is trailing or he is tied, he is significantly worse what's, than when he has a cushion. How many, how many that's times, what they've what's, said. What's the percentage of snaps that numbers Shannon pointed from. out. Shannon pointed out just weeks ago, accurately, I might add, what was he without Trent Williams and Debo? Oh, he did point it out. Did, did you not point it out? He didn't make it up. We ain't making it up. There's a lot of quarterbacks that are going to perform less without their best offensive lineman, one of the best in the NFL, and then one of the best playmakers in the NFL. They're going to be lesser as yeah. a player in a lesser performance. How many? Oh, we but in, a, about- in a clutch situation, you know, game on the line, they're down. You, you trust them. him to make Tom Brady plays. 
at, at Cleveland. Drove him down the field when he did not play his best ball. Right. Missed field goal. Do you trust goal. him more than Dak Prescott in that situation? Not the Dak Prescott right now. Oh I can't my say God. that. And you know what? You're not wrong, but it's amazing how and you that's couch changed stuff. Over the you past couch months. stuff for your comfort. No, well, I not don't. right now. All right, we got to move on. Well, you, make, you make a comment of, well, we got to see what he's like when he's down. Okay. There's a three, that team. There, there's a 3% chance that the guy's going to be down. The team on, is the monster. It's a 3% chance that if you go up against Dallas or you go up against Philadelphia, that San Francisco could find themselves trailing at some point. In the game, there's a three percent chance like a of that. Three, like a three-point game, but you're Stephen. A., you know you're contextualizing it. Like, what happens if he goes down fourteen nothing? I'm think I'm I'm contextualizing it from the standpoint that if you're going up against a superior team or an elite, they team, are the superior or, no, no, team. I, they are the okay. superior team. An elite team, and you find yourself in that kind of hole, it might be different. But in any situation, Dan, you know this. I want to make sure every down, every possession, every throw matters. And until we put him to that test, because after the second quarter, no throw mattered because they had to lead. And once they got the lead, they walked the dog on them. It was a one-score game at halftime. Listen, they just need Debo to finish the game, 9-0 and when he finishes the game. Can we move on? Because there was sure. a on that shot. Are you good with that, Shannon? I'm great. Okay, cool. <laughs> then I am too. Did the Packers have their third straight franchise quarterback after Favre and Rodgers? Sure looks like it. As Green Bay shocked the Chiefs on Sunday night football with a 27-19 win at Lambeau. Patrick, where are the Chiefs right now as a whole? I mean, obviously we're not where we want to be yet, um, but, uh, I mean, I feel like we're close. We're playing a lot of good football teams really well, winning some of those games, losing some of those games. And so uh, we're kind of in the, the, the go zone now where we got to try to get it going uh, through the stretch. Um, and uh, all we can do is learn from this game and, and be focused on another challenge this next week uh, coming at, uh, to Arrowhead. Okay, here's what I need to know from the man that worked in the newspaper business for quite some time. Stephen A., what's the bigger headline? Is it that Love looks sharp or Mahomes and the Chiefs struggled? It's about Jordan Love looks sharp. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because we've been complaining about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Absolutely. Offensively throughout this year. Haven't we, Dan? Okay, we've been complaining about them for quite some time. So ultimately, (laughs) that headline would dwindle in terms of its sizzle. So we get that. Jordan Love, I have to say this. Brother looking good. Brother looking good. I, I, I'm impressed with what I'm, some of these throws I'm seeing Jordan mm-hmm. Love make. Mm-hmm. It's making sense now. We, I, I mean, at some point in time, we might have to have a conversation. Bless you. Uh, at Guys, some point I, in time, I, I choked a little. We bit. said, well, bless you. Yeah. Oh, I, I plead, I, oh, that's what we said. Oh, so you gonna get on us for telling you bless you? No, well, you. He's smirking. What do you, know? you want him to do? He's I, being a gentleman. I know. Exactly. Bless, she prays you, over biscuits. Bless you when you call uh, and everything else. Yeah, I mean, I mean, bless you. I don't understand why you would try to get on me. I'm a bit sensitive right there. I was about to ask for a mask myself personally. But go ahead, people. <laughs> That's a good one, Shannon. Listen to this. You're six feet. Say about it. How you doing today? It's actually Delta not six one, feet. Actually not six feet. I can get you the actually, first thing smoking. Actually, it's not six feet unless you talk about mini-me, but that's a different subject for another day. What? The point that I'm trying to make up is this. The point that I'm trying to make is this. <laughs> when you're looking at you'll get it. Think about it. The point is this. When you're looking at Jordan Love and some of the plays that he was making yes. last night, we can look at his numbers. What is it? 267 yards passing, 25 or 36. But some of the throws that he was making mm-hmm. was incredibly impressive. And I have to admit... I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it, especially when he went through that four-game stretch when he was struggling so miserably Mm -hmm. after he started off the first two games of the season relatively well. I think about him, and I'm not comparing yet. I'm not doing that. Here we go. I will say this. When they made the transition from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, all right, we all said, okay, 
We saw a little something that it makes sense. Yes. It's starting to look like it made sense for Green Bay for sure. to want to move on and hand, hand him the ring. Yeah. Okay. It's starting to look like it makes sense. Yeah. I, we, we, right. watched, we watched him last year against Philly, and you saw some of the throws that he made yeah. that was very Rodgers-esque. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's going to be Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is one of the five greatest quarterbacks and to ever question. play in my estimation. Without question. But if you look at Jordan Love from the first time he started on the road in Arrowhead, and you watched him last night, if you don't see the development, if you don't see the maturation in a guy – He's it. He look, and they got young receivers also. Dobbs, Heath, all those guys. Christian Watson. Christian Watson look like he tweaked his hamstring. They're going to get an opportunity to grow together. Yeah. That defense is young. They're go- Green Bay was spot on because it's hard to build a team when a guy wants to be there, he doesn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could be this. They didn't believe in me. Let me go ahead and attach my wagon to somebody that wants to be here, and we see where this is going. Why pay a guy $50 million when part of the time he wants to be there and he wants to go over here and, and black out and, and do all kind of things in a cave? Jordan Love looked legit to me. I've been very impressed. 267 with three touchdowns and a clean game. You look at his last three games, almost 900 yards, nine touchdowns, and no picks. And by the way, before you even move on any further, I mean, I'm usually like Madness and all of that other stuff. And boy, I, I, have to, I, I have been impressed with yeah. Matt LaFleur as well. Best game this year for him. I'm, I've been impressed with him as well. And not He's only that, the development, the the development of Jordan Love. Yes. Yeah. They deserve credit for it. Yes. They deserve credit for it. Let's give credit. Let's be like fair and give credit right where credit is due. Can you, can, you say that, to, can you say it to him? Shout to Josh Boyd. Can you say that stat to Stephen A again? Matt LaFleur. Is 16 and 0 in the month of December, so it just needs. To oh, I don't give a, a damn about that. I don't give a damn December about that. December matters. No, no, no. January matters. No, no, no. December matters. No, no, no. Not, not, not when you had Aaron Rodgers. No, what, I don't care about what that. What was he in January, Stephen? Yeah, about that. Hoover. When he, right. Yeah. When he had Dak Prescott numbers in January, but that's a different subject. <laughs> you, he deserves a lot of credit. Matt Lafleur deserves a lot of credit for what's happening right now with Jordan Love and the team. I, I, right. They should be pleased. The bigger story is the bad Mahomes or Kansas City offense. I do want to give Jordan Love and Green Bay Flowers for 20 seconds. Best game for Matt LaFleur this season. Jordan Love is doing nothing but this, and I think this football team is dangerous. If you look at offensive football, like, Shane, I, like the things that I think matter the most in the NFL right now offensively are Play action pass, Mm -hmm. how much and how effective you are using motion, creating chunk plays. Can your quarterback kind of make something out of nothing Mm -hmm. type of stuff and avoiding bad plays? They're top five in everything. I think this team is dangerous. Not in 2024 and 25. I think this team is dangerous right now. Okay? Kansas City is the biggest story because of this. Number one, this is post-buy. They just played a game last week, and they looked much better on offense. That was the Raiders. Much better on offense. Patrick and this football team have never played a road playoff game. They got four losses now. There's three teams ahead of them with three. Oh, they're going on the road. There's three teams. So we don't know who they are on the road. And Arrowhead's a tough place to play, haven't they? And you know this, speaking directly to, like, the football weeds person. They got a protection and a people problem. Yeah. But but more so for Shannon, everyone talks about the drops. I've never thought that the drops were going to be a problem. Again, last night, miscommunication's the problem. It's December. Yeah. The MVS ball that, like, he weaves out and then comes back in, throws it down the left numbers, that's an incompletion. The interception that he's throwing the ball to Sky Moore. Right. So, that this, last play, though, was pass interference. Oh, that's 300%. Call, without question. But then they, right. both tackles continue to struggle, both yeah, in the I mean, run and the pass. But, I mean, they, uh, uh, Donovan Smith, the Bucks got rid of him. 
Jawan, Jawan. But haven't you, like, maybe it's a me thing. I've always felt they'll get it, they'll get it together. No, I didn't. That's why I said it. Right. Because at some point in time, they, you have, as a wide receiver, you have to go beat man coverage. I can't always scheme it up and stack the formation and motion the formation to change the defense side. Like Christian at Watson so, did last night. At time. some point in time, I got to have a guy that can go down there and get, a, get open on the out or in cut sure. or come back. And they don't have those guys. If Andy Reid doesn't scheme the perfect play, None of those receivers can go get open and beat man. you got to leave it there. We're going to revisit it in the second hour. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day, and you can use those miles on any travel purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. Your next trip is closer than you think with the Venture Card from Capital One. Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. The college football playoff semifinals are set. Here's what we got. Michigan versus Alabama, Washington versus Texas. So Alabama's inclusion came at the expense of undefeated ACC champion Florida State. The SEC has never missed the playoffs. So after being left out of the playoff, FSU head coach Mike Norvell released a statement yesterday that reads in part, quote, I'm disgusted and infuriated with the committee's decision today to have what was earned on the field taken away because a small group of people decided they knew better than the results of the games. What's the point of playing the games? I don't understand how we're supposed to think this is an acceptable way to evaluate a team. I'm hurting for our players who have displayed a tremendous amount of resilience and response this season. What happened today goes against everything that is true and right in college football. A team that overcame tremendous adversity, found a way to win, doing whatever it took on the field, was cheated today. It is a sad day for college football. It's great to be joined by former FSU quarterback, current ACC Network analyst, EJ Manuel. EJ, good morning, and thank you so much for being with us. I want to jump right into it. What was your reaction to the Seminoles being left out of the playoff? Well, I was also infuriated, and uh, thank y'all for having me. Look, this is a Florida State team that is 13-0, period. That's the fact. They found a way to still win a game with their backup quarterback against their rival, also on the road uh, in Gainesville. They also found a way to win their ACC championship game with their third-string quarterback. Now, I understand that teams need to have a quarterback to go out there and score points. Losing Jordan Travis certainly takes a huge hit to this Florida State team. 
But, guys, we all know you can still win games with defense. And let's also take off the top for a second and put the jersey back on. If you're a part of this football team, if you're a player on this football team, if you're a coach on this football team and you go through the entire season unblemished, you beat every single team that is before you, and you still get to this point and you can't get into the college football playoff to then have the opportunity to compete for a championship, that's wrong. And I think any athlete that has played the game knows that's wrong. And I think it also changes the integrity of the game by not giving this team the opportunity to play. you got two teams that both lost one game in front of Florida State. And I get, hey, Alabama, they beat the number one team in the country in the SEC championship game. But ultimately, you cannot take away an opportunity for a Florida State team to get a chance to battle for a championship just because their quarterback's out the game. This is the game of football, not the game of quarterback. And I played the position. Dan, you played the position, too. We all know how important it is to have a QB on the field. You guys just talked about two great ones, Jordan Love and Patrick Mahomes. But ultimately, if those teams win enough games to go to a playoff in the NFL, you're still going to go to the playoff. It's not going to be a committee of 13 people with great football minds, supposedly, to make a decision over that team's fate. That's the wrong thing to do. Okay, I hear what you're coming from, and I understand that, and I, I appreciate the fact that you're disgusted. Well, let me warn you, you're about to be more disgusted because I respect <laughs> me. I respectfully disagree with you. Let's get a couple of things out of the way first. Number one, you done messed up and lost your argument when you brought up the word integrity in the NCAA. You done messed up right there because we all know that that's been problematic for them for decades. That's number one. Number two, even though this they were undefeated, this isn't the first snub that happened. TCU and Baylor in 2014, Ohio State in 2018, Central Florida in 2017. There's been various examples. Let's also go to strict the schedule. Alabama had the fifth best strict the schedule in the country. Florida State was 55th. Let's go to this one as well. This is very, very important, and this is the point that I brought up last week, and I'm going to say it to you again. (sighs) The people that you should be blaming most is TCU. Mm. TCU went into the national championship last year against Georgia and got beat down and bum-rushed 65-7. to We have learned that college sports, particularly college football, is a business. The reality is when you take that into consideration and Jordan Travis is out and you looked at the way y'all struggled to beat Louisville 16-6, to which wasn't the most impressive way to go out, what you had was a committee that looked at what transpired last year, took into account what we've been seeing from Alabama the last 11 weeks, understanding that they catapulted, you know, they, they, they closed the deal by beating the number one ranked team in the nation, who, by the way, happens to be the reigning defending two-time national champions, okay? So they took them out, all right? And obviously, you got to take that into consideration. And so what I'm saying to you is this. There's a lot of things that we don't want to go, Shannon, and I'm going to go to you and Dan. I'm going to say this because I'm going to say this is going to be very, very uncomfortable. But it's necessary to say this. I brought up TCU. You know what else I'm going to bring up? What that? I'm going to bring up primetime Deion Sanders. I bet you if primetime Deion Sanders was that coach, they wouldn't have gotten left out. And Norvell is a sensational coach and has done a sensational Mm -hmm. job, and I'm not taking anything away from him. But why do I bring that up? Because if primetime had had an undefeated team, the sizzle that he brings to the sport matters. We want to act like it doesn't matter, but it matters because it's a business. And the reality is that when TCU stinks up the joint, regardless of how great they were last year, these are the kind of things that come back to haunt you because the committee is sitting back and going like this. Damn. It's Texas, it's Washington, it's Michigan. We don't need to see Florida State without Jordan Travis in that game. It's unfair. We know it's unfair. Florida State deserved better. Incredible season on their part. Very unfortunate. But Kirk Herbstreit spent yesterday educating us that part of the committee's critique 
all right, or criteria rather, is player and coach's availability. That's one of the nuggets that they threw in there. That can't be ignored. Now, now, Stephen A., if I could just interject. So sure, are you telling ahead. me once Jordan Travis got hurt against North Alabama, Florida State should just went ahead, packed their bags, and just end the season at that point? That's basically no, what, what you're I'm, saying. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is what he should, what the Florida State should have done is, one, how Ohio State won when Cardell, what, what was it, Cardell Jones? They did win came with in great that, defense. No, 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 they no, did no, that. I'm, I'm saying, remember. They get their, their quarterback, I think JT Barrett, right? They beat Wisconsin 59 to nothing, went into the playoffs, and then won a national championship. Wisconsin. Y'all brothers struggled against Louisville. Wisconsin, though. We're talking about Wisconsin versus the Florida Gators in a rivalry game. I understand also that. At ben Hill but that's what they're talking about, EJ. I understand. That's what they're talking about. But see, that's yeah. the difference, and that's my issue again, is guys, we're not talking about. See, this is, this is where we, in college football, it's more about the storyline. It's more about who can bring in numbers, viewership. That's how I see it. I work in this side of business now. I'm doing the analyst job. And as a player, that's why I said, take the tie off, take the jacket off. As a player, you know, this is not right. If you go out oh, there and you're doing every single thing we, to win football games, whether it's with defense, they whether it's go. with special teams, right. let, let, they got to come in there. The well, we've been doing this. Stop the desk go ahead, right Dio. Dan, you're up first. EJ, I totally agree it's not right to the players and the coaches. Sure. I, I completely agree with that. The system is broken. This is the perfect example. For years, people have been saying that. Now we're watching it play out. The only way that this was going to be the right decision was to have six teams. They were going to come out the committee and say, we're not doing four. We're doing six. But the system is broken. There's five Power Five conferences. There's four spots in the college football playoff. Eventually, the likelihood someone was going to get left out being undefeated. Here's like my, EJ, I'm removing myself as the player and removing my emotion. I feel awful for the kids, awful for Coach Norvell. What happened to them is not right. I'm going into my job now, okay? Number one, we have to stop saying that this team was 13-0. This team was not. This team is not the same team without their starting quarterback, who's a Heisman Trophy candidate. We, we can say that, right? Like that is a fair well, thing to say. They were thirteen and zero, though, Dan. But eat, but not this team each. That's what I'm saying. They, they, okay. they if, if they had lost Benson or Johnny Wilson or, or something, someone else that isn't the person who touches the ball in every single play, we all can be honest and say the quarterback is the most important person on the football field for sure. 99% of the football teams. Okay, That team did not beat LSU, the one with Jordan Travis did. So that has to matter for the committee. Whether I like it, agree with it, or not, that matters to the committee. EJ, I'd say this. The, the, the day that it broke, I was on show with you guys, and the news broke about Jordan's injury, who I feel sure. awful for. Yeah. I said, Florida State, if they win their next two games, should still be in the playoff. And then they play Florida – who had a backup quarterback playing, and it was a bad Florida this year, and don't play well. Going into the, the ACC title game, EJ, straight up honest, I said, if they win like 35 nothing, I think they're in. But they did not play well. And so the committee has to watch an Alabama control the SEC title game. I don't want to say dominate, but control. Yes. And Florida State just not play great again. Then they have to make the determination – of who is the fourth best team, not most deserving. Again, don't like it, but that's sure. their job. I, I, I agree with you, Stephen A. And, and EJ, I know this is tough hill because you went to Florida State and you bleed bleed that that uh, burgundy sure. and, 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 and gold. gold, big dog. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, bro. I, I understand <laughs> that. And you guys, maybe sometimes you don't get what you deserve; you get what you earn. And when Alabama went 11 straight games and they go and they beat what they thought many thought was un, do the unthinkable, 
take down a team that hadn't lost in two and a half years and to beat them. I said, and, I, and I told Molly that we had this conversation last week. I said, if Alabama beat Georgia, there's no way they're going to leave two SEC teams home that's 12-1. Yeah, you did. That's right. not, not going to happen. And I say probably the odd team out is going to be Florida State because of Jordan Travis's injury. But you have Coach Saban, who's the pantheon of college coaches. You have the program, which is Alabama. And we know what they represent. And you got three blue bloods. You got uh, Michigan, you got Texas, and you got Alabama. Washington is an outlier, but we knew Washington was going to make it. They beat Oregon twice. So I got no problem with them. I got no problem with Michigan. Now it's going to come down to Texas, Bama, and Florida State. And when you look at it, I I, I just – and, and, and Boo Kerrigan said it. Florida State is a different team. You look at the, who they are as the team without Jordan Travis. They're a different team. It stinks for them. Uh, can it's, I say this? Like, it's the unfortunate break that they two, talk. Two, 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 sure. two things to point up, EJ. EJ, I'm coming right back to you. But let yep. me say this. Two things. Number one, the SEC has never been left out of the playoffs. You understand? And, and, I, and, I, and starting. I was saying that there ain't no way in hell Georgia and Alabama Thank you. is going to be left out. That just wasn't going to happen. Happened. That's number because you're talking about the top four teams in the nation. Nobody on the planet believes that Alabama and Georgia don't belong in the top four. Nobody on the planet believes right. that. That's number one. Number two, some interesting numbers that I have here. The committee, if I remember correctly, EJ, you would know this. Dan Olofsky, you would know this. Five ACC reps. On the committee. Sure. Five. Two of them from the SEC. And Boo Corrigan is is has got AD has got ACC roots. I think yep. he's the ACC. Exactly. Yep. So I'm just going I'm like, 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 wait a minute now. This is an ACC school that was left out, and you got five members of the committee for, from the ACC, including the head of the committee. Yeah. Come on now. Well, absolutely. And I also think, guys, I mean, we all can agree that the narrative on air matters too. Because this narrative started three or four weeks ago as well even before Jordan Travis got injured. And I think that's the outrage. That's the anger, at least for me, at least for me, because the conversation was already that Jordan Travis being the starting quarterback of this team. This is before North Alabama. Kirk Herbstreit, Des Howard, they both said Florida State doesn't belong. Alabama should be in, and especially if Texas, who has already beaten Alabama, Alabama, then beats Georgia, those two should be in. But, again, that's not right. That's not honoring Winning all your games as a Power 5 champion. Guys, Florida State is Florida State. This is not a group of five teams. And I understand you mentioned in TCU. They're not the same. Florida State is a Power 5 champion. That's fair, but but, 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 but EJ, nobody would have thought that Florida State, if Jordan Travis were playing and they were undefeated, nobody was going to leave Florida State out. I agree. I agree. But ultimately, go ahead. Let let me ask you a question, EJ. Honest here. Big 12 title game. Quinn Ewers goes down, gets hurt. You think they get in? Can't play. No. There you go. But they're not undefeated. They, they had a one I loss. understand, but that's like but, right. Okay. But but, but I guess that's my again, point. The, the it's, issue it stinks. Is, the, it, when it comes to programs in college football, it's Alabama. It's Alabama. It's Nick Saban. You gonna leave Nick Saban home twice? You left him home. It's the Alabama Invitational for a reason. When I dubbed it that in 2017, but, but they've earned Alabama well, but, but they earned it this year. Yeah, yeah. But they're one of the four best teams. Yeah, for sure. One, that that, that, listen, I got that news team that lost I got Texas news for you. is a different. Team. I got news for you. Georgia's one of the best four teams. Yes, but you couldn't have both of no, them in no, there. No, 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 no. But no. you got to have one. one. Of the best four yeah. teams too. That's what the Georgia. Well, best is all subjective. You might think best. Yeah. I might think best. EJ thinks best. Really. 
We, it we, is. We talking, we talking Georgia, the reigning two-time oh, defending national I, I'm champion. Not, I'm not that debating you on that. lost in two and a half years. <laughs> There's no debating that. I'm not debating they, they, They're clearly one of the best four teams in the nation. But you can't put them in the college football players when you don't have an SEC title and you got the one loss. I'm not debating uh, you on that. You can't do that. Fellas, fellas, since we yes. keep talking about the SEC, Florida State is 2-0 and against SEC opponents. LSU beat them, blew them out, all right, 21 points. I understand the beginning of the season with Jordan, sure. Also beat Florida with their backup. All right, Florida State is in a conference in the ACC. Overall was 6-4 and four against the SEC opponents. So that's why I say it, it still doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to obviously Coach Novell. It doesn't well, make sense to any of these players. Let, let, me help, let me help you out and let me help you out and make it Talk sense to me. All right, last okay. word here, Stephen A. You didn't look good to close out the season. Yeah, well, we're talking look tech. You, you didn't look good. Football, right? And, and, and sure, after TCU sure. got blown out last yep. year, they were worried about the specter of another potential national championship game with an undermanned crew that wasn't going to be able to show up and get it done. That was the concern. I don't Fair disagree. We, we're going to have this. I remember when they used to take just the top two teams. So that means Michigan and UW. Oh, we, man, I can't believe they left Alabama. They left Texas. So now we go to four. And four is not good. Four is not enough. Guess what? When they go to 12. But this year's the perfect still, example that four isn't enough. 12 is not going to be enough. Yo, if you're not one of the first 12, then, like, come on. Yeah, I'm be honest. Be, Can I, I ask you a question this, real quick a lot before of we issues. get on out of here? How come nobody's at? Why are we pointing to the SEC as it pertains to Alabama as opposed to Georgia? How come we're not sitting up there if you're undefeated in the Florida State? Well, Michigan's undefeated, but Florida State wasn't associated with a potential cheating scandal. That would be Michigan. Exactly. How come true. nobody's bringing that up? Everybody keep talking about Alabama and the SEC. What about the fact that Michigan, who's also undefeated, Michigan's been the most dominant team in college I football. I, I, I understand that. But, again, they were associated with a scandal. That's a good point. So if you're Florida that, State, why not? I'm saying if you are. That saying, should be a factor if we're looking at an If we're looking at it. It's a factor, I'm not saying we should. should be a factor. I'm not right. saying FSU we should. FSU is the first undefeated Power 5 team to be left out of the playoff. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. In New York City, where it's a balmy, what are the what degrees? I don't know. It ain't LA. Okay, goodbye. Amen. <laughs> Time for a quick take. The Broncos' five-game win streak was snapped by C.J. Stroud. Oh, he's the real deal. And the Texans in a 22-17 thriller. Shannon, how tough of a loss was this for your Broncos? It was very tough because that was a game they should have won. They had a couple of cracks at the end zone late in the ball game, but Russ threw an interception. He had three interceptions on the day. And the one thing during this five-game win streak, what he had done was take care of the football. They let him do a little bit, a little bit more yesterday, and it came back to bite him. But give the Houston Texans and C.J. Stroud credit. Mm. Essay, this one's for you. After multiple weather delays, the Cardinals took down your Steelers 24-10. to Kenny Pickett left the game with an ankle injury. I saw how uh, fired up your coach was. Stephen A., are the Steelers going to make the playoffs? I hope not. They're horrible. Uh, Mike Tomlin <laughs> said it yesterday, and, and he's right. I mean, it's just they didn't do anything right. It was just such an embarrassing performance. Uh, they were 4 for 11 on third downs, only 1 of 3 in their red zone possessions. Uh, their defense allowed 10 third down conversions, including plays at 21, 19, 17, and 15 yards in the first half. And Mitchell Trubisky, go figure, and he was just a screw-up. I'm not impressed at all. James Conner came back to visit for the first time since he was a former Steeler, had 105 yards. Yep. Touchdowns. I'm just disgusted with Okay. I don't want to talk about him. That's how you really feel. Uh, the Chargers added another L to the Patriots losing season. Zappy got the start for the Pats, throwing for 141, and was sacked five times. All right, Shannon, here's what I need to know. Is this the worst season we've ever seen from Bill Belichick in New England? Yeah, and it's his fault. Just like we gave him credit. Bill's for, fault? It, we, when we gave him credit Absolutely. for all drafting Brady and drafting Seymour and drafting all these great players, that, that, that team is devoid of talent offensively. Who yeah. drafts the player? Who cooks the groceries? Who shop for the groceries? Yeah. Coach Belichick, Bailey Zappi ain't it. Mac Jones might not be it, but I know Bailey Zappi isn't it. They're a bad football team, and I don't see sunshine on the horizon. Right. They're just bad. They, they should give people their money back. Yeah. But the defense, think about it. Right, They've lost three games and haven't given up more than ten points. Yeah, I'm talking okay. about offense. Top of the hour. I'm about Love offense. you guys. Got to go.